Hello everyone and welcome to season two of the Rejection Diaries. Today I am joined by Crystal Sneed and we're going to be talking a little bit about her uh, writing journey, uh, the, the trials and the tribulations, the highs and lows of, of being a writer and what um, Crystal's experience of that has been. So first of all, hi Crystal, welcome to the show. Hi Stuart, lovely to be here. Um, just first of all, um, it would be lovely if you could tell everyone just a little bit about you and your writing and um, sort of what what got you into becoming uh, a writer? Yeah, so um, I've always done done writing since being a child. Um, it's something that I used to always do in my spare time. Um, mainly, I, I used to try and write fiction, um, adult fiction. Um, and then when I had my own children and I started reading um, picture books, I found that I really fell in love with this this area, and, and I really wanted to to get involved myself. Um, so I've been writing now uh, for about three years. Um, I've really been sort of dedicating uh, my time to it and really trying to get published. Um, I committed my first picture book to to Page back in March 2018. So it's been um, you know a few years, um, but al along the way, you know, I've been trying to really work on my craft. I've done quite a few courses. Um, with with right mentor and and those sort of things, um, and just I've I've really been enjoying the journey and and just getting involved with with the community and everything. And and what is it you write, Crystal? Mainly I write picture books, um, but I, I write all different kinds of picture books. So I I, I do fiction, I do non-fiction, um, humorous, more sort of serious issues. So quite a range really. But I also I do write um, other things as well. So I do I, I've also had a go at chapter books and um, various other things, middle grade. Uh, but it's actually I've only really submitted picture picture books because that's the one that I'm really um, interested in getting published with at the minute. So all my experiences yeah, around the submissions and rejections are in the picture book. Which is really good. Actually, it's really interesting because a lot of the people listening will be uh, picture book writers themselves. And obviously all my experience with rejection is on the novel side. So um, it'll be really interesting to, to listen to your, your experiences and to share that with everyone. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit then about um, sort of your journey from when you started writing back in March 2018 until now. Um, what have you written? What have you uh, submitted where, who and where, well, don't, don't give us any names, but where have you submitted your work to and how's that going for you? Yes, yeah, so I think I made the mistake that a lot of writers make when they first start out. Um, and as soon as I wrote my first picture book, I, I thought, this is brilliant. And, you know, I'll get snapped up straight away. Um, I set myself a little plan. Um, I was going to get an agent within a year and um, get published within two years. And, and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing whatsoever. Um, but so from March um, in 2018, I sent out my first load of submissions in the um, September of that same year. So, you know, really, really too soon. Um, and I got some very nice um, rejections about a month later, which um, which kind of get motivated me, I think, more than anything else. I thought, OK, um, I feel like part of the crew now. You know, I've, I've got my first uh, rejection, my first sort of badge of honour. Um, let's let's keep going with this so very quickly sent out some more um when i got the next lot of um of rejections i thought right okay i need to perhaps learn a bit more about what i'm doing what, where i'm going wrong um and one of the first things i did was actually i joined a critique group 
Um, and I, I met some really fabulous writers. I feel really lucky to be um, in this critique group with some amazing writers. And they were the first people, really, that I met that were writers. So the first people I could really share uh, my experiences with. And that's been really um, invaluable um, in this whole experience. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been up and down over the three years. I've had some brilliant highs. Um, when I think, you know, I've really nailed a story and I've really got what, got out of it what I wanted to. And that's been, I think, they're the, the best bits for me is when you really, you get some really great feedback from your critique partners and they say, you know, you've nailed it this time. It's brilliant. Um, that's the, you know, a uh, real high. And obviously the lows as well. Um, when you don't perhaps get the reaction that you want to get from something. Um, and I think with the rejections as well, the biggest lows have been when perhaps I felt that I'm close, uh, when I've maybe made a, made a connection with an agent in, in a one-to-one -one or something like that, or I think that I've got a story that they're asking for in their wish list, so I think I'm, I'm close. Um, and then those are the rejections that really hit hardest. Yeah, they get, they get you here. Yeah. Um, so, so for you then, so what, what, um, what, what, you know, you don't have to share anything you don't want to, but when you, you get one of those types of rejections, you know, ones where you feel that you're really close or that, um, you know, you feel like it's something that the agent would want, how, how do you respond to that? What's your sort of uh, gut reaction and how do you uh, respond in the days that follow that? Yeah, I think it, it's different dependent on um, the particular um, story or the particular agent. Um, so I don't have one sort of go-to method that uh, that works. I have like a, a tool bag really of different things that I'll, I'll try. I mean, the first thing that I always do is I, I get on WhatsApp and I, I tell my writer friends, you know, I've, I've had another one and, and they'll know the backstory as well. So they'll know this is an agent that I particularly uh, felt good about um, and that this one will be perhaps one that I'm struggling with the most so they, they'll know I think more than anybody else they know what to say to make me feel uh, better um, so that's normally my first sort of go-to now I do have um, several other tricks so I've, I've got some um, visual aids my uh, blue Peter moment so the first one is this is a a real uh, scrappy piece of paper, but this is, is genuinely what I use. So rewards. Yeah. So I don't know if you can see that on there, but this is my yeah. um, rejection bingo. Oh, and this amazing. has been on the fridge for, for about 12 months. So that's why it's quite, I just need to actually see it. That's quite, yeah. quite um, crumpled up and everything. But yeah, so if I get um, a rejection and it's got on here, like, you know, if it's a form rejection or if it's a personalised rejection, I'll cross it off. And then when I get a line, I give myself a little reward. That might be, you know, a bar of chocolate or um, a trip out or something like that, something that I, yeah. I want. So that's sort of um, a fun thing to do to make myself feel a little bit better. Um, I've also got, moving on to the next visual <laughs> aid. Um, so this one is about um, remembering who you're writing for, really, um, who the reader is, because, of course, you know, we all want um, an agent and we want to get published and things, but we don't really write for agents. Um, one of the most common uh, pieces of feedback I've had lately is that perhaps my writing's good and my stories are good, but they're not commercial enough to, to really break me into the market at the minute. Uh, so sometimes I have to go back and remember, well, who am I writing it for? And this is what, if you can see this one, this is 
well, earlier this year, I longlisted for the Right Mentor um, Children's Novel Award. And this is actually the feedback that I received from the readers. So I've got that in a, in a little frame just to remember that, you know, they, they said some lovely things about my writing and that's that really gave me a, a boost. Um, so I'll go back and look at things like that. Um, and the other one, this is a new one to my toolkit. So about a month ago, um, I was having a particularly difficult time with it. I was getting um, no, you know, no responses and things were, I was having no ideas either, which I think is always difficult when you're submitting if you've got nothing else to be um, writing. So I was having a particularly low time and um, I actually put this podcast on. Um, so I was on a walk, I'd just done a school run and I had this on while I was uh, walking. And I was listening to um, you talking to do it about, um, about CBT. It was only you were talking about CBT. Um, and I think I'm quite similar in a way to what you were saying, that I always tend to focus on the negative things. Uh, if I get a, some feedback, I'll hold on to the negative um, and the, the positive's gone quite quickly. So after listening to that, I started this little diary. And this is my positivity diary. So the only things that go in here are good things. Um, so I'll show you if you, if you can see there. Oh, amazing. So <laughs> I put in each day, so any progress that I make. I put about what my mood's like as well, because I think that's something that I forget is um, how much how happy writing makes me. Um, it's easy, isn't it, to dwell on the, the negative things. But I put, the, you know, I'm feeling good. I've put here a smiley face, the joy of a new idea, and you know, how good that makes me feel. Um, any notable offence, um, so if I get long-listed for something or if I'm doing a new course, something like that, if I've got champagne rejections, put them all on there. Uh, but the best bit is I also put all of the positive feedback that I get, so whether that's from critique partners or from um, agents who, who you know, are, are kind enough to send me a, you know, a few lines um, of feedback, and that's just something that I can flick through and remember that, you know, um, even though, I, I, you know, agents are sending me no's at the minute, they are saying nice things about me. So, that, you know, my writing's OK, you know, I'm not there yet, but it's it's a, a decent standard. And, and that's something that I think we have to try and remember, don't we? It's difficult sometimes to remember that. But, yeah, so holding on to the positive. Yeah, that that's amazing. Honestly, like um, I was getting a bit emotional there as you were going through all that stuff because, um, like it's it's so true. It's such good advice. Like the, I mean, I was I was laughing a little bit at the bingo, the rejection bingo, but it's such a good idea. And then obviously, um, the feedback. I, I can't believe. Um, like I, I I guess when when I'm on this side of things, I, I I'm not I'm not necessarily always remembering that the individual will, will treasure, you know, the feedback they're getting or whatever so much. And that's that's lovely to see. Um, and then obviously, like, I'm, I'm so pleased you're doing the positivity diary because um, especially with, you know, it's so easy with how life can be and writing can be that you you linger on those things that are, are not so good about it. Um, and that that's wonderful to see. And, and actually listening, this is what I, I was really looking forward to, but this is, I can see already things that, um, that I could be learning from you and, and the way that you're approaching um, querying and, and rejection and, and just your everyday writing process. That that diary is um, is such a, a good idea. I think people um, people listening to this will, uh, will will use that hopefully. Um, so thanks for sharing that, Crystal. Yeah, I think it's 
you know, something's not working for you as well, try something different. You know, if your usual go-to, your usual bar of chocolate or whatever isn't picking you up this time, it's particularly bad rejection, well, try something else, um, you know, find the thing that works that time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant. Um, I, I, say I, was, I, was, I went from um, funny to, to a bit emotional to, to really happy and joyful with the, the third thing that you, you showed us and shared with us there today. Um, so what are, you, what are you working on at the moment? What's the, um, the, the bit of work that you're going to be querying again at some point soon? Um, well, I'm, at the minute I am working on um, a non-fiction um, picture book. Uh, something that I'm really enjoying, actually, because um, although I've done sort of narrative nonfiction before, um, this is something completely new, and it's you know a whole different way of approaching writing. I'm having to do a lot of research, which I'm actually really enjoying. You know, I'm, I'm it's going to be like um, a biographical uh, one, so I'm, I'm learning some amazing stories about some some people in history that I've never heard of, and yeah. you know, their stories. I think they really need to get out there because they're just amazing so i'm really enjoying that um and i've also got um, a few other things that i've i'm will be resubmitting again after a few edits um i've had some sort of positive feedback from from agents from one-to-ones and things like that um that i'm just sort of working on and trying to get them back out again so keeping going that with sounds it. good yeah and and what do you think uh you have learned from your previous experiences of uh, querying and dealing with the rejection that comes with it that will help you as you you do that again in the, in the future what uh, what will uh, former self teach uh, future self uh, about querying going forward i think just don't be so hard on yourself um I, t- I tend to take everything to heart. Um, I, I said in the beginning, I had quite high expectations from the beginning. Um, perhaps we just, well, they were unrealistic. Um, but I mean, I've, I've actually bought some stats as well that I've oh, um, massive submissions and things. Sort of looking at um, pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. Because um, I think there's been a big shift in the, I don't know if you've found the same thing, Stuart. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But just from um, the response times alone. So, um, pre-pandemic on average response time was taking about four to six weeks um generally um post-pandemic i'm finding it's it's more sort of 12 weeks before i'm really getting any responses so i think that uh, i've got to take that on board as well not checking my emails constantly because the chances are you know the first month at least i'm not going to hear anything back so why punish myself um so much um yeah the other thing as well is the, the actual responses. So I'm finding most agents now aren't sending a response at all. Um, I've, some of my figures are in pre-pandemic, I sent 34 mm-hmm. and I received um, more than half. I received 28 responses back. So that's a pretty, pretty good um, response rate. Um, post-pandemic, I sent out 21 um, and I've only received 10 back. So that's quite a big drop, and uh, I'm assuming that's to do with the volume of, of work that agents, you know, are looking at at the minute. Um, maybe that will change, but I think so. From my point of view, I think it's really about adapting to that and not expecting a response and not expecting one to be quick. To really help my mindset. Yeah, that, that's really good advice, actually, because it has. You're right; it definitely has shifted. Um, I know from when I was querying in March there which is probably 
maybe at the height of when you know the, the agents were receiving all the, the submissions um i yeah i would say it was probably about half as well that responded in the end mm-hmm. um and then the rest didn't and it's interesting because obviously i have a a, a relationship with a lot of the agents as well through through right mentor um and and it seems that you know it doesn't matter like um who you are or whatever else like um if they're just so busy that they can't uh, get back to you then uh, nobody's going to be getting uh you know a, a response unfortunately yeah. um, and and you're right that's something for people to bear in mind when they're querying just now is um no response doesn't mean they hated it or they you know it's terrible or anything it's just the the level of uh, submissions that they're receiving at the moment yeah and but i have found that the ones that have responded have generally put in something personal so you know they've taken the time to to write something personal and, and give me some you know nice feedback so that's been a nice change as well because you know yeah. before i was it was just form rejection so you know i'm finding the ones that do do write you know um write something personal and that's really appreciated when you get that it makes such a difference doesn't it um just it just it cushions the blow a little bit um, and, and gives you some encouragement, obviously, going forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so what if you had to give um, the people listening sort of one bit of advice to keep in the forefront of their mind um, as, as they are going forward in querying and uh, handling rejection and then moving on from it, what would be the one thing that you think is the most important thought to keep in your mind? Um. Find someone that you can talk to, uh, you know, find a, another writer friend that can understands what you're going through, that can sort of share in that pain and, you know, as well, it cushions the blow a little bit, doesn't it? Because they know, they know what it's like more than any, anybody else and they can really give you that um, advice that, you know, nobody else can. You know, I often don't tell my family or my friends if I've received a rejection because they don't know what to say and... and never the right thing is it <laughs> my husband never says the right thing when i get a rejection um so yeah find a right friend and speak to them yeah brilliant advice um that is for me anyway that's always been the savior is being able to share um these experiences with other people who who have also had that experience and can really empathize because i sometimes think uh, if you share with a family member or a friend they don't really get it you know how it is for for a writer um, when they mm. get those rejections. So having a a non related <laughs> writing friend is is so important in those times. And I think it yeah, helps on, as well. I think it helps as well to see other people's journeys. Uh, and you know, yeah. people that I've been um, in a writing group now with for for two years, and I've seen the rejections that they've had, and I've seen the, the lows that they've had in their journey, and then I've also seen them go on to. to to get agents and get published so that's brilliant and that also gives me a you know motivation as well thinking you know it's it's difficult yeah it's difficult for us all but it's not impossible so yeah it just gives me a more encouragement to carry on yeah inspired by those around us and and that's that's one of the the amazing things that i love about about right mentor and been part of all of this is is being inspired by and given hope by all the people who who do go on to get uh, agents and go on to get published. And uh, yeah, I think um, inspiration can be drawn from those around you. If you are the, if you are the lonely writer out there who, who doesn't have a critique group or have any writer friends, I, I completely agree with you, Crystal. That's the, the number one thing I'd make sure that you do going forward 
it really does help. Um, so the last thing um, just to chat to you about today before you go, we'll finish on a positive note. Um, what are your uh, goals going forward then with your writing? What are you hoping to achieve over the next year or so? Um, and how will your experiences from the past hopefully help you on that journey? Um, I really just want to enjoy my writing um, for a while now. I think I've been on the... Um, you know the the track for a while of of submitting and perhaps focusing on that a bit too much, but I really yeah. want to just get back to to why I why I started doing this, what I love, um, and, and I want to carry on with my my nonfiction and, and maybe start querying that sometime next year, um, and and just expand really and, and find something that you know I'm enjoying and, and just carry on with that. I think that's the main thing. And you know if um, if an agent never comes or anything like that, that's okay. And it, you know, it's 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 just a picture book, right? To say, but it's about the journey and the friends that you make along the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I think it's about enjoying it, isn't it? Because that's what I'm I'm doing it for. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's a beautiful note to finish on, I think. Um, can I just ask one thing before you go, though? Um, I can see a, a quote in the wall behind you. Um, what yeah. does it say? It says, you have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself any direction you choose. Beautiful. Um, and I think we'll finish on that note, Crystal. Thanks so much for uh, joining me for this episode of The Rejection Diaries. Thank you.